And we're live. Welcome to the Black Basil's Daily Podcast. The Black Basil's Daily is an exploration of investment strategies, trading ideas, money flips, and stories that may help you turn a profit. The show is released every Saturday and is hosted by yours truly, Black Basil's. Guests include traders, investors, corporate professionals, entrepreneurs, and many more. The things that you're about to hear if taken improperly, will change your life. Let's get it. Yeah, I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, okay. You still perfect, perfect. Big belly, fam. Finally, I think everything should be good now. Fam, I want to hear more about Dubai, fam. Dubai is just a beautiful, it's a beautiful city, bro. The hospitality, the view, the weather, the food. It's just a beautiful place. You like you walk there, they treat you like you're royal. You treat you that you're part of the royal family or that. Yeah. Nice treat, nice treatment, beautiful treatment yeah. everywhere you go. The people, the staff. It's a, it's a beautiful trip story. You should go. Definitely. definitely I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely looking to go um, January, February, March. I think April. I'm looking to go end of March, April. Is that a good time to go? Yeah, you should go. I went April last year still. I went last 12 months. I think I went about four times, I think. Mm-hmm. I love four it. Ta- four times? Yeah, yeah four times still. <laughs> what's, it like to, what's it like there? Because obviously I hear always good for business, business, people that crypto, what's... What's it's good for head? you know what it's good for business. It's definitely good for business. Like Dubai is a beautiful, it's a beautiful city. Like mm-hmm. I'd moved there, I'd actually lived there. I can't lie, it's, it's ten times better. Ten why, times why, better than the UK. Why don't you live there? Right now, because I still got all my roots in the UK. I'm planning to move out of the UK, move to Dubai. But at the moment, because all my roots and everything is here, everything that I do is UK based. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to move to Dubai without having to worry about anything in the UK you get but it's, mm. it's part of the plan therefore yeah yeah like long-term plan yeah like yeah it's it's all part of the plan stuff because personally I don't see myself living in UK long term mm. what it's, it's what like, is it mm, what is it about UK or what was you gonna say sorry so the UK what's it about the UK at right, cool now nah, what I was gonna say is what I was gonna say is 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 he you've always felt like that while you was in the UK? Like now nah, I'm not gonna live here, or is it because you went to go see Dubai? You looked and went, nah, UK ain't. I right, do you know what it is? Yeah, growing up, you don't really see much of the world unless you actually travel. Mm-hmm. When you live in the UK and the UK is all you know, then you're not really gonna have the perspective of I don't wanna live here anymore because it's all you've ever known. You don't know nothing, you don't know anything better, you get it. But the minute you travel and you go to another country, that's a beautiful country like Dubai, it makes you compare it to the life that you're living. Because that mm. place feels like you're in a Disney film. It don't feel real when you're there. You <laughs> nah, it don't feel real. It's, it's like you've put on a VR headset mm. and you're in, a, in a whole, you're in a whole new place. 
wow. And I bet like, since you feel good, just everybody else just feels good in it. It's just always good, it's just always good vibes around everyone. The vibes, the vibes full of good vibes. Everyone's there mm. to have a good time, you know? Good time, it's, it's yeah. good vibes. The only thing is, it's been, everyone says, ah, oh, Dubai is the new London. I wouldn't necessarily say Dubai is the new London. It's just that more people from London are not able to go. Mm-hmm. And during Corona as well, because things were on lockdown, red list, rah, 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 their countries had very difficult entry requirements. But Dubai mm-hmm. was one that you, could, you, can, you can get into, you get it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a nice way to relax. Beautiful weather. It's just, oh, it's amazing there, I'll be real. What was the um, what what when was the first time you went to Dubai? First time I went to Dubai was 2019, I think it was. I went mm. just before I graduated, a month or two before I graduated from uni. Mm-hmm. I went on, I took my mum and my little brother to Dubai store. Worked for a couple of days still. It was the first mm-hmm. time I ever went to Dubai. What made you go? I'm gonna go to Dubai, like mm. Was it just, just like, was it a rec- friend recommendation? Was it something that you saw and you just was like, yeah, this is where I'm going to go? Uh, cool. So with Dubai, I didn't really, back in 2019, I didn't really know much about Dubai those times. But my mum suggested it, saying she wanted to go to Dubai, that a few of her Got friends it. were going to Dubai, innit? Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, cool. Like, Fuck it, let's go. Mm. So we went to Dubai, but my Dubai experience with my mum back in 2019, and when I went with my friends, it's different experience because you go different. for different reasons. Mm. Now, w- w- like, I don't know how long, so like, um, back then, like when you went there 2019, what fund did that? Like, was that crypto back then? 2019, was it still crypto? So back in 2019, I was doing crypto, but I wasn't doing crypto like that. My, mm. I've been aware of Bitcoin and whatnot since probably like 2014, mm. back when I was still a little boy. But it's like, back in 2019, there was a mixture of things I'd say funded the trip, if that makes sense. Because yeah, yeah, I've always yeah. been, I've always been the kind of person that's had my hands in, in different pies. Mm. Back from when I was seventeen years old, I'm twenty five now, innit? Turning mm-hmm. twenty six in August. Back when I was, back when I was seventeen, I tried to do the work thing, the nine to five thing. Mm. Done numerous jobs. One point, me and my boy twenty, we were collecting piss. Collecting what, sorry? Collecting urine piss for the NHS. Okay. Standing in in the streets. Stop trying to stop people in the streets. Like, can I chat to you for a minute? Can I chat to you for a minute? You know them annoying dons Uh, in the shopping centre when you're trying to get about and do what you got to do. And they're like, can I chat to you for... I was one of those guys. And you're saying, what? Can I take your piss? Yeah, man. That was was the aim of the game. We had to collect piss off people to get it sent (laughs) off to do STD tests, didn't it? So we had to spread outreach like, yo, do you know the dangers of unprotected sex, this, that, the other. So me and my boy, a couple of my boys, we banged that out at one point because it was giving good pay. Mm. We were, what, 17, 18 years old and they were paying us, I think, £12.60. And this was back in, what, 2013, 2014. It was a good pay. Did you get That's it? good it pay, good. yeah. How much again? It was £12.60 an hour. £12.60 back then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good pay, yeah. That 2013, 2014. Mm. So us lot were banging out shifts doing that. It was it was long. And then I said, you know what? Like, this this isn't for me. And then 
crypto was doing crypto, but crypto wasn't like it was now. See, crypto mm. back 2013, 2014, it was a, if you know, you know thing. Not everyone was mm -hmm. aware of crypto. It was more mm. low-key. Mm -hmm. But uh, bits and bobs. I had bits and crypto. I was working at the same time. Mm. At the same time, I was using Snapchat to buy and resell things, didn't it? Mm. So, this had, so this had, how long have you been on Snapchat for? Like, Snapchat, since Snapchat came, like, Snapchat, isn't it? I've been on Snapchat mm. since back in the day. People knew me from um, back in the day, I've been on Snapchat, because anyone but that knows me I mean knows. Is, mm. What I mean is, just, is this the same account that you've had, like, since back in the day? Like, is this the same account you've kept since you were, like, 17, 18, 2013, um, 2014? Uh, cool. So the first time my man knew about Snapchat, probably 2013, isn't it? I had, I had a different Snapchat at the time, isn't it? But then I was like to myself, you know what? You can't change your username. And my username's a little bit, it's a little bit, eh. It wasn't making sense at the time. I was like, you know what? Let me change my username. Let me make a new snap and start afresh. Because I wanted my social media to be the same thing on all platforms, innit? So it's easy, easy to find me, innit? But then other people had the Twitter apps. Other people had this, that, the other. So I was like, you know what? Let me just start the whole. Let me just start the whole thing again. Make a fresh Twitter, fresh Insta, all with the same username, which, which was Subs Amelia at the time, innit? Mm. And now uh, everyone refers to me as Big Belly Subs, but back then it was Subs Amelia. I had bad, bad different variations of names, but I feel like you know what? I'm gonna run with Subs Amelia. Let me make that all my social media. And how did you come up with that name? You know what it was? I didn't even give myself that name. One of my boys who was rapping at the time, he must have just said it one day. Because everyone used to call me just subs, innit? It was just mm. subs. Because it was um it was a shortened version of my last name, innit? Mm -hmm. So everyone would just call me subs, subs. Then one day someone just called me subs a milli and it rang a bell. And then since then, I ran with it still. And you became a millionaire um, a few years later. Crypto has to bless you. I'll be honest with you. You know what it is? Mm -hmm. When you never know making money until you start fucking with crypto. I've had weeks where I've made six figures in a week. And when you do that, those type of achievements, you feel like a Premier League footballer. Mm. It's it's a, it's a crazy feeling, I'll be honest. Mm. Mad. But especially yo, in this generation. Mm. Especially in mm. this generation. Why did you say that? All right, cool. So Making money back in the day, I'd say everyone aspired back in the day, oh, 100 bags is the target, 100 bags is the target. People would look at 100 bags as being a lot of money. But as you grow up, 100 bags became more achievable for many people. Do you get it? Mm. And then it's a situation where 100 bags became easier and it became easier to even make money. Back in the day, it wasn't as easy as it is to make money now. Mm. Now there's so many different ways from drop shipping, streaming, crypto. There's just so Forex. many different ways to make money. Do you get it? But back mm -hmm. in the day, these things weren't as accessible. They weren't as public. Now public knowledge is everywhere. It's all over social media. You get it? Mm -hmm. there's, there's like 101 different ways to make money. So now making six figures, seven figures, it's more of an achievable number now. Mm. People don't see it as, oh, that's a lot of money. Because people have clean runs, coins do times 30, times 40, times 50. It's crazy. You get it. Mm -hmm. You know, 
one brother that I know on Snapchat, he kind of said the same thing. He was like, yo, like, it's so easy now to make, make money and, and whatnot and whatnot. Young, young boys are making money, you know, easier. And he said, like, the next, you know how, like, you know, back then everybody was aspiring to have like Rolexes and the cars and stuff like that. But now, yeah, yeah. I bet you, me and you both know, you see Rolex every day. It's like everyone's got the watches now. It's like it's standard Everyone, now. Having that's a watch. Do you get it? That's what I'm saying. Mm. Back in the day, those things, it weren't really a thing where everybody had it. It was your rappers, your trappers. Those were the type of people, your footballers, actors. Those were the type of people that had it. Now you've got your normal, everyday normal, person yeah, wearing the everyday, a Rolex. Yeah. And it's I like 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds, mm. they're millionaires. But you know, like that. A, this wasn't achievable back when I was 16, for say, because the internet's evolved. It's been it's been easier for people to make money now. Mm-hmm. And you so know what? Back, normal. Mm, normal. I'm saying that also back then, if you had the Rolex fam, everybody in the whole block knew, yo, this guy's on doing something. Thing. Yeah, he's doing his yeah. thing different. But now if you got, get a Rolex, like, Standard, I can't lie. It's 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 normal. It's I can't lie. So yeah. getting a rolly now has been watered down. What what been watered down. Watered down. Let me go back to let me go back to what the guy said. He was like, the next step up is you're you're gonna start seeing niggas have private jets and yachts. Yeah, of course, of yeah. course, because everyone's elevating. Do you know what it is? Mm. Like I've been watching the UK grow as a community, not just the crypto community, but as a whole, yeah. And it's like everyone is making money now before it was only a certain selected individuals that you'll see oh yeah he's got bread he's got bread he does this he does that rah 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 now every other person is making bread even girls mm. are making a killing as well it's not just the boys making a killing before it was just the boys that were running it up now i see girls running it up as well and it's like it's good to see that mm-hmm. everyone's uplifting and elevating together right now it's rollies Soon it's going to be everyone with Richard Millie's on a normal thing. Fam, I think that's, that's already becoming too, too bit normal. I know there's people are saying some of the fake and that, but it's coming a bit normal still with the Richard Millie's. Can't lie. Yeah, yeah I'm starting yeah. to see if you, everyone's starting to have Richard Millie's. And you've got to remember mm. that everyone's under 30. Hey. Everybody's fuck. under 30. There's, there's, there's people down from 30 down to 16, 17 killing it. And it's like, the game feels nice. So imagine in 10 years, what, what do you think it's going to be like? In 10 years, if we keep following the pattern that we're going now, it's only going to get greater and greater. Everyone's going mm. to get richer and richer. That's literally how it's going to be. Everyone's going to keep making a killing. Everyone's going to keep making money. We're going to start seeing... I always say this, yeah, because this comes from my e-commerce background because I used to do drop shipping. I used to make yeah, money yeah. like this. I used to follow trends. And what I would do is I'd look at America first because whatever happened in America would happen in the no, UK after a few, no, few, few months of time, yeah. So I'd look yeah, at some, yeah. some trends there, jewellery happened there first, da, 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 da. then it comes to the UK. So I was going back to that question of what's it going to be like in 10 years' time? It's going to look like how, how the Americans are. Like You see the way they live it up? Soon we're going to just be, people are going to just see how living up here. I think, and you know what? I think I'm going to make a statement that like, people say UK is bad vibes and like, oh, Dubai looks like this, but I think people are going to start making the UK, look, I don't know, it depends if people want to invest here. It depends, isn't it? it depends. You know what the, do you know what the problem with the UK is? First things first, not just the UK, but let's focus on, for example, um, city by city by city, yeah? So mm. if we say, for example, um, the main cities, Manchester, Birmingham, mm. London, Liverpool, these areas themselves are too small. Even though don't get mm. just the Dubai is small, 
but it's too small. And one thing about our generation is where we're coming from the bottom, most people are coming from the trenches. Not everyone's had the silver spoon, do you get it? Mm. So it's like, when you see a next man that you came up with now killing, mm. killing it, there's a lot of hatred and envy and jealousy in, in, in these boroughs, London, Liverpool, and it's way too small. And those things never end well. You can't enjoy yourself properly. There's things you can do in Dubai but you can't do it in London the same way. Mm. And it's like, it, the bad vibes comes because some people don't want to work. And they'll be looking at a next man who's worked like raw, like my man don't deserve it when he does. Don't make sense. Mm -hmm. So it's like moving out. It, there's, I read something before and it said, um, it's going to come back to me in a sec. It said, for you to be able to grow, you need to move out of your home your home situation, but that's when you're able to find out who you really are. Because mm. you can't grow when you're trapped at home or when you're trapped in the ends to get it. You mm -hmm. can't actually grow. You need to actually go out there and live your life, see what it's saying. Do you get me? Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, even when you compare it, because people say UK's bad vibes, don't get it twisted. You can have a good time in London. I've done got lit in London. I've done got lit in Birmingham. But it's just a thing where when you compare to somewhere like Dubai or even somewhere like America and you compare it, it's a complete different experience. Mm. Everyone here is moody. We've just about have good weather. We don't have the best view. We have dirty water. <laughs> <coughs> like when you think about it, mm. the whole thing is bad vibes and it's hating for no reason. It's true, it's true. But you know, let's, let's, everyone's mm. lit, but gone. I was gonna say, let's take it back. Let's let's take it back now because people people want to know more about just your come up and that fam. Like you talked about, yeah. So so what was your come up like? Because was, was you like you tell me, was you in the silver spoon or did you say you come from the you know quote unquote the trenches? Like what was it? What was your come up like? Like what was the first? What was the like? Obviously, since you, you have you obviously you have an entrepreneurial money making mindset, like you said, you come out of the night. Oh, actually, you did say you was a night type, but you know what? Yeah, just tell me about your come up. Like secondary school, did you do the sweets and chocolate selling thing? What of kind of course what I kind did, of bro. Yeah, okay. <laughs> from young, from young, yeah, cool. From young, my mum always used to ask me, "Ah, oh, what do you want to do when you're older? What do you want to do when you're older?" And I always used to tell her, "I don't know, I don't know, I don't know." As you do when you're growing up, you don't really know what you want to be until later on in life. Do you mm -hmm. get me? Everyone's mm -hmm. always trying to pick things and decisions for you. Anyone that went to my school knows I was the kid that had the chocolates, the donuts, the cookies, the sweets. Started year seven, pack of Malwams. Get them for a pound, mm. sell them 10p, 10p, 10p. You've now got £2.60. Canteen food was too pricey because mum was giving up £2 a day to go to school. Canteen food was too... £2 wasn't doing much. Mm -hmm. So we were flipping Mawams, cookies, da, 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 saving our two pounds for after school to get chicken and chips. Mm. Started with me stacking, 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 stacking my school change, you know, hundred pounds. How, how, how did you learn how did you learn that mentality? Like who did you, did your mum say, ah, oh, save your peas? Or you just think you just came like copy yourself? No, I told myself I need to make this stretch. Mm. I like to myself, you know what? I need to make this stretch. How am I gonna make this stretch? Then I was like, you know what? Let me start selling these cookies and these donuts in school, make a bit of change here and there. And then 
you get me go from mm -hmm. there so that was getting me by and then it was like it wasn't enough you get me because i was thinking mm. there's only so much you can make like i was making maybe like 20 pound a week it's mm -hmm. not it's not doing much after that yeah sold from year seven to about year 11 went college then college that's when i started getting myself in a bit of trouble started doing a few things that i shouldn't be doing making a bit of change from the roads and that so i made a bit of money from the roadside then at the same time i went and got a job tried to do the nine to five thing but what job was that made, um i worked at nhs so the collecting piss oh so that was the first ever job you've ever had so i had kfc but i didn't i won't really classify kfc only because i left on the first day i went there <laughs> kitchen was way too hot and it's like i was like nah this is long even the pay the pay didn't make sense they were trying to give me something like five pound an hour or something because i was under 18. Mm. i was like myth then i got the other job 12 pounds 60 an hour so that was looking after me for a little while how did you get that job uh, so one older girl that went my secondary school, she was working the job one day and she stopped me. She was like, do you want condoms? I was rattled, but she was kind of cute. So I've stopped, had a bit of conversation. And then um, I must have messaged her later on like, oh, um, could you tell me a bit more about your job and whatnot? She gave me the ins and outs of it. And then she spoke to her manager. She actually busted me still. She didn't know me from anywhere because we didn't speak in school. But she stopped me because she, she recognised me. And, and then we just went from there. And then after that, what did I do after that? That was college time. So when I was, what, seven, also, back eight, to, Sorry, back to school as well. Did you do your GCSEs and stuff? What yeah, was, yeah, what yeah. was education like for you? What was what Were you serious about that? Mum tried press you, read, Because you talked about that. You said you, you graduated from uni, so... Um, sounds like you took it a bit serious. All right, cool. So um, education wasn't something that I really took serious. I'll be honest. Like, I wasn't really the, the smartest in school, but I always, I went through education, not for me, but because my mum would say to me, oh, you've got to go college. I didn't want to go college. Because at one point, college times, I was making money from the roads. I was telling myself, I don't need college. Like, college for what? I'm stacking bread off the road. It don't make sense for me to, um, it don't make sense for me to begin college. I don't have time for college, but mm -hmm. finished secondary school. Then I went college. College was, college was where I got that piss job. Mm -hmm. But then I was doing, I was making money from the roads and I was doing the balance in the piss job at the same time, innit? Mm. Then cool. It what did you now, do in college, by the way? In college, I done um, I studied BTEC business, uh, and then I had to redo my English from secondary school because I didn't take school seriously. I, I failed English; mm -hmm. I had to redo it at college mm -hmm. before I could go to uni. Mm. Then went off to uni. Now, can I can I also just say, do you, so you you're saying that you was getting twelve pounds six? Do you know do you know how blessed you was to get twelve pounds sixty at seventeen eighteen? But I can't lie. Do you know how blessed that was? Do you know what it is? It's a nice, it's a nice pay. Yeah. It's a nice pay. Like when I look back at it, because I look at work jobs now and people are getting the way I see it, people are getting bumped in it. But £12.60 to at that age, we, we were making a killing. It was a nice job. Still. Nah. Bro, it wasn't I, I, easy, 
Yeah. But it was a nice job. Bro, I can't lie. I'm being dead, dead real. I think if I had that job, I would have got comfortable. Because that's a nice pay, fam. I think I would have got comfortable. Like, I don't think I would have done the entrepreneurial. Like, to, maybe later, later. Just because that's you know, a nice pay. The job, mm. was ty- the job was tiring because you're mm. out there every day trying to stop people. People don't even want to hear what you've got to say. They have no clue what you've got to say. They just don't want to stop. And it becomes jarring. Me and my friend, we eventually lost our job because of how frustrating it was to try to stop people. Eventually, we had to piss in the pots ourselves because we were going on holiday and we wanted bread. So we've pissed in the pots. Our managers clocked us. We didn't get, we didn't get paid before our holiday. We were pissed. Nah, oi, that's funny. <laughs> Bro, you have to think outside the box. Yeah, nah, that's, you what, have that's to, what we yeah. thought. That's what yeah. we thought would work. We thought, ah, uh, they, they want at least 12 pots of piss today, so we'll just bang it ourselves, man, and then we we'll just sit. Up. Nah, you have to, you have to, yeah. Because we were unsupervised, so they'll tell, mm. tell us a location, like a certain shopping center. You'll go sh- chill around the shopping center. It's, you, it's more time it was me and my boy. So it's like, I'm not telling the manager. If he's not telling the manager, I'm like, we'll mm. go sit in Burger King. Do you get it? Joking, mm. <laughs> joking. Went to uni. Mm. Un- uni was interesting. Uni was interesting. So, what uni and what course, if you don't mind saying? International business at Coventry. Okay, okay. So, so you've been around Mid- Midlands, all right, before? Yeah, yeah. So I came Midlands first year, Coventry, done, um, in, started international business. Um, I was making, I was um, the, the biggest, the fastest way I was making money was everybody was selling MacBooks in the Midlands, innit? Because everyone MacBooks. was doing, everyone was doing refunds. Mm, okay. So no one had a plug to sell the MacBooks to, but me, I had a plug back in London. So I said, you know what? I'm going to be the plug and buy everyone in the Midlands MacBooks. <laughs> so all my brethren from Cov, Berms, Leicester, Nottingham, I would tell them, I'll buy all your MacBooks, have them ready for me on a Friday. Everybody would have the MacBooks ready for me on a Friday. I'm mm. going home with like 30, 40 MacBooks in my boot, making <laughs> about five, six K a week, just from, wow. drinking off ev- just from drinking off everyone. But it was, it was worth it, I'll be real, because I was driving from Cobb to Leicester to Birmingham to going the whole, whole way around, giving all my friends cash beforehand, so uh, going back to ends, linking my connect, getting rid of the MacBooks. I was just middling. Mm. I didn't have to. There's I, money I, in this middleman thing, isn't it? A lot of people don't understand that there's money in middling with any any business that operates. Whether you're middling apartments, whether when you whether you're middling items, there's so many different ways that you can make a drink. Because there's always a consumer. All you got to do is be the, the you got to connect the person with the product to the service, and then you can make a drink. So I was making a drink. I was making a drink off of um, MacBooks. People um, that had MacBooks for sale. I was buying them, getting them gone, buying them, getting them gone. Just stacking my bread, stacking my bread, stacking my bread. Then I threw my bread into crypto. But these times, I just put it into crypto, not because uh, I, I told myself Bitcoin is going to do a mad thing. I just started throwing my change into crypto because I said to myself, um, I can't handle all this cash. It's long. Mm. So I was, and, for, originally, I was using crypto as a store of wealth. I wasn't trading. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a trader. Even now, I wouldn't call myself a crypto trader. Mm-hmm. But, so I was just using it as a store of wealth these mm-hmm. times. 
then eventually... And by the way, how, how, how were you getting it into crypto? You had it all in cash and you were just getting it into crypto? Back in the day, the man then would run to the, you know those orange boxes that used to say Bitcoin okay. on it? Okay, yeah, yeah, the man yeah, then, yeah. The man then would run into the, to the Bitcoin machine and throwing cash in. And the, the, I can't lie, now that I look back at it, that machine was chopping everyone. The fees mm. on that was, the fees on that was crazy. What are the fees? The fees, like, I don't know the fees off by heart, but they were taking a big chunk. You was not getting nowhere near what you put in that machine. <laughs> So then I just started throwing bread into crypto, throwing bread into crypto because store of wealth, it's easier mm. to hold onto crypto than large amounts of money. And do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Started putting it into crypto. And then after I had it in XRP, made a bit of money off XRP. And then it's only, I'd say, 2019 summer when I took crypto seriously. Mm. But just between those times, so that was between like, so you, so you was doing the whole um, being a middleman for the MacBooks and throwing it into crypto. Was that between then 2015, 16 and 17? Yeah, 18? yeah, yeah. That's, mm. that, that's roughly, around, roughly around those times. And you was doing that for, for, for four years? Then? I mean, for three, three, four years then, the whole MacBook thing? The MacBook thing, I think it lasted for about two years. Mm. Was that your only main hustle at that time? The MacBook thing was, other than making some change from the road side, because I was still making a bit of bread on the roads as well. Mm-hmm. So then other than making bread from the roads, man was just juggling everyone else's MacBook, saying, yeah, I'll buy it, I'll buy it, I'll buy it, I'll buy it, I'll buy it. Because I was getting them, people were, people were getting it in, and because nobody was on the going from Midlands to London to sell their MacBooks every single week, I mm-hmm. took advantage. I saw that mm-hmm. there was a service that was needed. I said, I don't mind driving three, four, five hours to all these Midland cities. I told them all, oh, round it up. Then I had people who were then buying MacBooks of other people to bring them to me. And I was <laughs> just like, people trying to buy the connect off me. I was like, no, yeah. no, no. And then it was- How did you have that? Tell me, tell me about that. How did you handle that? Because uh, uh, because me, yeah, I'm an opportunist. And I would have seen you. And I would have went, I would have started doing the numbers. And I would have went, if I could just get it straight to the connect, I'm going to make more money. So how did you even do that? So I kept, you know what it is? At first, kept the, the Connect discreet. Mm. So I didn't let nobody do business with the Connect. Kept it on a low. Me and one of my brethren, we met the, we met him because my man had a base where we'd go and get, he used to sell his own electronics. So we asked him one day, like, yo, do you buy stuff? He's like, yeah. Then from there, we was like, okay, okay. So because we knew that he bought items, we then asked him for items, prices, got the prices, worked out the difference. But no one else had any other connects to get it. Mm. And everyone else that was buying MacBooks were bringing them to me anyway. So mm. some people, I'd give a better price than other people. Some people be like, nah, th- th- this person was offering me a better price. But that person brings it to me anyway. <laughs> so that, I, w- I, was in, I was in control of a lot of MacBooks at one yeah. point. I was in control of R- a lot of R- MacBooks. R- roughly how many would you say that you did in... Um in maybe a month or in total? Um, easy over 400 a month. 400 MacBooks? People were bringing them on a daily basis. People were bringing them, I'm saying boys, girls. I was cleaning up. I didn't even have to do anything. I was making money, like, chilling. It was nice. I said you was making, like, drug money, but off MacBooks. Like, you, you, to be honest, it was, it was, it was kind of, it was, it was legit as well, really, if you think about it. Like, 
Was he Lynch, would you say? You know would you what? argue it was Lynch or not? You know what it is, yeah? There's arguments for and against, if mm. that makes sense. Only mm. because... You wasn't hurting no one. I wasn't hurting no one, but it's like, you know, you don't know where the MacBooks are coming from. You uh, can play the fool, but you kind of yeah. have a kind of yeah, idea yeah, that yeah, yeah, this doesn't yeah, make yeah. sense. Do you yeah, know yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, you're turning a blind eye to it, but you know that yeah. it's, this isn't 100% ethical. You get what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, like, that's, that's not that's not in your control though. That's not in your control. I it's not. Like. It's not in my control. But it's like mm. you see an advantage. You see a way to make money. You take advantage from it. Since mm-hmm. young, I see a way to make money. I take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. In school, mm-hmm. it was people didn't have snacks. I brought snacks for convenience. Mm-hmm. These mm-hmm. didn't have somewhere to sell it. I helped mm-hmm. them sell it. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's like, would I say it was legal? I wouldn't say a hundred percent. I'd be like, it's like I said, arguments for and against. But what my point is is just that it was better than you just doing full on shutting. That's what I'm saying. It would be a hundred, a hundred. When you look at it like when you put things on the scale, it's a hundred percent better than trapping or scamming. It's a hundred and ten percent. It's mm-hmm. it's a more cleaner way to make money. Mm-hmm. And then 2019. Yeah, let's get into crypto. That's when that's when I started taking crypto seriously. That's when I started taking crypto seriously. Cool. What do you so mean my, by that? Taking it seriously? Oh, you're going to go into this. Cool. So before 2019, I had crypto, but crypto wasn't, oh, let me buy this coin or let me buy that coin. All I really knew was BTC, XRP, and ETH. Mm-hmm. Those were the only really coins that man really fucked about with. But I didn't do the tradey tradey thing. It was more of a store of wealth. Did you get it? Mm-hmm. 2019 now, my boy Wolf started doing Wolf of Markets. Big him up. Big him up, um, man. Big up Wolf, man. And he, he come into our group chat. We had a small group chat, like five people. And he's like, oh, you man need to jump on this crypto thing. Start sending screenshots saying, look, this has gone up by this much percent, which means that your money would have done this, would have done that. So we were looking at it like, raw, like, it's, it, looks, it looks too good to be true. It don't, mm. look, it don't look good. It's not and making could, sense, yeah. Then he's told us a couple of coins that we should throw our peas in. So I think at the time he told us Koe, Acro, XDB, and um, one other coin. So not everyone in the group chat took him in, but I was like, fuck it, let me start putting money into these coins. I already had crypto money, so it's like, you know what, fuck it, let me play around with some of it. Mm-hmm. I've thrown a little bit of change in it. I think I waited two or three days and my money had doubled. What? And I was thinking, nah, like, I've just seen 10 bags turn to 20 bags in the space of three days, and I haven't done anything. I called my boy 20, he was on holiday. I was like, yo, hey, this crypto thing's fucked, you know? You've told me to buy, you've told me to buy these claims, and yeah. my, my thing's doubled in the space of a couple of days. This is mad. I was like, I'm putting more in, I'm putting more in. Started buying more claims, throwing more money in, the coins that bro showed me, then I'm seeing these coins go up and I was making bread. I was thinking, rah, this uh. is, this is fucked. Oy. And then I was like, yeah, this crypto thing's nice still. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, let me, let me learn a bit more about this crypto thing. Cause mm. I don't know, all I know is yeah, Bitcoin this, un- anonymous that, my money's safe in my wallet when I check it today. Were you the only one who was listening to, 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 to Wolf's picks? Like you said there was a group chat of like five of you. So yeah, so we had a we had a group chat of five. So 
out of the five people in the group chat, I'd say Wolf and my other brethren, them two were already kind of into this crypto thing, innit? So mm -hmm. I was just, I was sitting back taking notes, but I wasn't really, I wasn't really, I wasn't really interested. I, I, I was, I was back on, I was back making money from the roads again, because the, the MacBook thing eventually had died. People weren't bringing MacBooks no more, or no iPhones, no nothing. So it's like, wait, man's, man's got to eat. Wait, back up, back up. So you're saying after the MacBook thing, I know you said you went on the roads. Yeah, yeah. And then what, then, then you went to crypto? Yeah, because I went, you know what it is? I stacked bread from the thingy, but it's like once I save money, I don't like spending old money. Mm. I have to make new money because you can't, if you think that you can make money and then just live your life peacefully with no money coming in, then you've lost your head. You're that's why people yeah. That's why people like um, Elon Musk and Jeff Warren Bezos, Buffett. yeah, and Warren Buffett, these men are the, some of the richest men in the world. Yet they haven't put their feet up and said, fuck it, I'm going to call it a day. Mm. Because they know that even though their life is way more expensive than our lives, and right now their bills must be mad. Mm -hmm. But it's like they know that if they just sit around, mm. one day this money going to be done. Mm -hmm. Nothing's going to get done, yeah. Nothing's so gonna I was get like, done. cool, man's going to make money. So I'm like, rah, this, this crypto thing, this is the fastest way I've ever made money. Mm. Like, first, I was like, this doesn't feel real. This feels fake. This feels fake. Then I started taking it a bit more seriously. I've now downloaded Telegram, started joining the crypto group chats, finding out up there. I was like to my boy, hey, what makes these coins go up and down? Like, he's like to me, uh, news relating the coins and this, that, the other. He's running me through the, he's running me through how, the, how, how it all works and whatnot. Mm. Joining Telegram group chats. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then from there, since then it's just been, you know what, since then it hasn't just been crypto though, because 2019, I think me and my brethren, we ordered, we were doing, buy, we were buying and reselling. So we were buying and reselling everything on Snapchat, from tracksuits to iPhones um, and whatnot, electric scooters. Then we clocked that off. The demand for electric scooters is kind of high right now. Mm. So we were like, fam, we need to get some electric scooters in. So we went on um, Alibaba, tapped in our electric scooters, started speaking to bare different suppliers, bare different suppliers. Eventually we found one. We ordered like 60 scooters. 60 scooters coming from one fuck off lorry, <laughs> delivering mad boxes. Then we Where did you store them? At first, um, stored them at my mum's house. Her living room was covered in scooters. She was not happy. She was understanding because she was like, mm. like, cool, like he's doing something productive. Mm. But she was like, this needs to go. Mm. So then we went and got storage. We went and got self-storage. Uh, put our order boxes in there. Then we were selling scooters, selling tracksuits, selling phones selling literally anything that anyone had on Snapchat. Because my Snapchat, I get a lot of views. Mm -hmm. If I put something on my Snapchat, like anybody selling electronics, anybody selling tracksuits, I'm going to get hundreds of messages. Mm -hmm. Then buy them. And then it's now, I'm selling this, I'm selling that, I'm selling this, I'm selling that. 
And then it just all added up, adds up, adds up, adds up, adds up, adds up, adds up. And then we started doing car rentals that same year, 2019. Mm-hmm. So us lot were doing car rentals in 2019. We had about five or six cars at one point. It was, a, it was nice until people start having car crashes, police chase, okay. all of that drama, getting the car impounded. Okay. It, started to, it then starts to be headache. Because us, man- Would you say that's because of the audience you were renting it out to? I'd say that has, I'd say that also has an impact on what happened with the car because your clients, it's the customers. But mm-hmm. because of the, do you know what it is? When we were doing rentals, the premium that we were charging on our rentals, your everyday nine to five, for example, wouldn't pay this price. Yeah. It wouldn't make sense for them on their income. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's the people that have the disposable income and those are the type of, it's not necessarily the correct audience because them not, don't give a flying fuck. You mm-hmm. come back with your car damaged, someone's been in a car chase, your car's been impounded, this, that, the other's happened, now your plate's flagged, now everyone mm-hmm. that's driving the car's now getting pulled. Pulled like, off it become it was nice money don't get it mm-hmm. it was nice money but it wasn't worth the headache long term mm-hmm. so then we were doing that and you know and you know when you say uh we who do you mean by we was doing that are these the same boys you was with um back when you was doing the um the piss uh, did you meet these guys at uni when you made links with the um okay the so, MacBooks? who are these people when you say we so when i say we I'm talking about my, I've had the, I've made bread more time with the same group of friends since early college times. So we've mm. all been like a, a little circle that's all been making money together as a group. Mm-hmm. So when I say we, I'm just talking about myself and the Amanda, I mean, we, we've mm. done everything. We didn't do everything together, but most of the things I'd done, I had either done it with somebody else or by myself. Yeah. No, that's what I'm just saying. So when you say we, you mean um, those the, the man them that you had since since how long ago would you say them since we were like 16, 15. Some okay. of them even eleven. Some of them mm. we met first year, year seven. Mm. Some of them we met in college. Them them man them now. All those when you say we, those were the car rental and, and the MacBooks and whatnot. Right now yeah, they're yeah, also. Yeah. I'm assuming they're also in crypto as well. They got some heavy bags as well. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 correct. So, yeah, um, you we said about electric scooters, and then you said at the same time, yeah. Oh, no, yes, so you okay. said a rental at the same time, yeah. So, 2019 was the year that I graduated from uni. Mm. I come back from uni, fully focused, I need to get this bag. I've then said to myself, Cool, how are we going to get this bag? I didn't have a car at the time, jumped in a rental. My man was chopping me 450 a week. I then said, nah, me too. I need to be chopping somebody for 50 a week. Because I had my man's rental for like two or three months. I was loving it. He had one mm. of the new play A class. And it was the first year where the Mercedes started doing the um, Premier Plus with the lights. Oh, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I've fallen in love with the car instantly because yeah, yeah. the car is just beautiful on the inside. So mm. he was fin- I was like to the man, cool. I then started doing a rental by myself. My boy was selling his car, the um, one series coupe, selling it. Uh, figured out three bags or something. I grabbed that off of him, started renting it out straight away. 
I was doing it for a bag a month for the car. So three months gone, I've made back my initial investment from the car. Mm. Then I've grabbed another car. Now I'm renting out uh, a Corsa, a little Corsa, £25 a day. That was making me four bills a month. It was, okay. it, was cha- it was change, but it added up because it was making me money daily without me doing anything. The Corsa was always out because it was cheap. Mm. Fam, I, I need to one... do something like that. Who, do, do, do you know anyone who, do, who still does stuff like that, like renting like that? Because I'm assuming they're not doing all the checks and that, innit? It's just, it's just a car. I know, a, like... few, I know a few that can, you can cut through. But it's okay. like... Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. yeah, that's calm. So we was doing the rentals thing, and my brethren were like, no, we need to get involved. So I was mm. like, yeah, fuck it, man. Like, yeah, get cars out, and let's dance, innit? So mm-hmm. then we started getting cars out. Then we got a CLA, we got a 4 Series. We had a, we had a couple cars that were going out on rotation. It was mm. nice money while it lasted. So mm. we were doing... We were doing the... Selling the... us. There was three of us at the time. So three of us were selling electric scooters. We were doing the rent road doing the rental rotation at the same time. And then we were putting people in apartments. So let me tell you about the apartments. So with the apartments, since I left uni, me and my friends had been in a new apartment every other week, innit? We were just all living out of apartments because we just we were we had nothing to do. We were just chilling, you know, man the malak, running, but FIFA, running, rah, 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 rah. So cool. Every time we've gone to a new AP, we've met a new landlord. We've taken a new landlord's number. And we're the type that when we go APs, we're not throwing mad parties and trashing the place. Mm-hmm. The landlord gets his AP back how he gave it to us. So then after a while, we was always in APs and people were always popping up to us like, ah, oh, you man are always in APs. Can you help us pattern the AP? Can you help me pattern the AP? Uh... The message is started coming people are always asking us man how do you man always pattern your ap's because us man were in a new ap every single week mm. i was north london west london south london east london a new ap every single week we're there for seven days move spots there for seven days move spots then we had a catalog of landlords wow because we've got them from checking in the tech stuff we've got numbers yeah. on our phone mm. then it's oh what other, put two and two, yeah. what other apartments do you have? Okay. Then it's, oh, yeah. And then it's like, once they've now built trust with us, because they've given us numerous apartments for our personal stay, and we've had good business, now we're like to them, oh, what? I could probably help you make some money. I know people that want apartments just like me. They're like, okay. Then we started acting, like I said, middling again. Mm-hmm. Mm, 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 mm. Mid, again. We didn't again, need yeah. to. We didn't need to own the apartments to make the money, but we were still able to make it because we had a target audience. We had the consumer that needed the apartments, and we had the landlords that had the apartments. We actually beautiful. had the middle service connected the two together, beautiful, and we made beautiful, our we made our dream. Beautiful, beautiful. Nah, people, people, people don't know, man. You have to make those links. That's how easy making money is, man. That's how easy I, making money is. This is what I say to people, yeah. When it comes to making this money thing, there's 101 ways to make money. Mm. I, as I, well, at one point, mm. Yeah, you don't don't get it twisted. Like I've made I've made some dirty money in this life. Mm. I'm gonna put my hand up. I'm not gonna, mm. you know, lie to the lie to the people and act as if mm. I've been the same and uh, it was all due down to my entrepreneurial skills. But mm. it came in it co- came in contact. Even my degree 
uh, international business. I don't, I, I guess I apply it to my everyday life, but it's like, I'd say the best thing that uni taught me was how powerful networking was. Yeah, yeah. They because, say even uni's for net, networking. That's the best thing you can get, Harvey. Yeah. Because I, I, before I went to uni, I was more of a keep myself to myself kind of guy. Mm. I wasn't really on this socializing with people thing. I kept it in house. I was like, you know what? My my team already have our team pattern. We know how we're making bread. If something new comes up, someone will show us. We'll know Wagwan. Then got to uni, started meeting people from Birmingham, Nottingham, Liverpool, did did, did, did. started really like, you know, networking with people, seeing what I was like, you know what? Everyone makes money because we gotta survive. So mm-hmm. everyone's making money somehow. Mm. So one way or another, I can stop five people today in the street and ask them, oh, what do you do for a living? How do you make money? And they're all going to give me a different reason. They're all going to give me a different way that they made money. So you keeping your mouth shut because you you have pride or because you're shy is only going to hinder your success because you don't know who you're talking to. Mm. You need to network and have... If we didn't network with those landlords and have all them landlords' numbers in our phones, we wouldn't be able to get apartments for ourselves or apartments mm. for other people. Mm. But down to the fact that we networked. And you kept a good rapport. I think that's the key thing yeah. that people, people, people don't understand. People, people think they can just, you know, just know people about this life. Mm. Tell, tell me about man, this life. Me. Tell me about this life. You see your name, your name is everything. You tarnish your name, and it's going to be very, very difficult for you to operate in this world because your name, your word is like in business, your word means everything, how credible you are, people vouching for you. With me, even though I was making money from the roads, I never done no one dirty. No one can turn around and say subs this, subs that, subs this, subs that. I always kept my name clean for business, which is why when it comes to me doing things like um, selling scooters and putting people in apartments or even now that I do crypto and I'm raising money for private sales, people are sending me money all the time because I'm a trustworthy person mm. because of the credibility that I had. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to do it. Same way I, I made bare people buy XDB. Bare people bought that off of my word. Because your word. My word we'll has been credible for we'll as, long as, as long as everyone's known me for. Mm-hmm. Nah, it, it, it's true. Even in the 48 Laws of Power, if anyone knows that book, it literally says, rule number one, um, protect your name at all costs. Like, your, 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 your name is everything. People, people don't understand it. People don't understand that. And there's quotes that say, like, it takes decades to build a good name, but you can ruin it in minutes. I don't know if you've ever heard minutes, of that Minutes. Minutes. Mm. You can build up your empire, your legacy, your this, your that. And it can come crashing down all because of one, one wrong move. Mm-hmm. And like, I think, and I, I'm just saying that I think that's because people like to think short term. You know, a lot of people do think that's the problem with our generation, though. Because let me tell you something. See the internet. The internet has ruined our generation because our generation have certain expectations based on the internet, which is mm. more or less a, a fake world. So now everyone's got this false reality. It's kind of like, nah, this ain't right. The, the same way, for example, I'm going to use this as an example, but it's an example that I normally use here. Men that watch porn or even females that watch porn, they understand that 
porn is not real sex. That's not how it goes down. It's the same with social media. Everyone's painting the best picture possible because no one wants to paint. No one wants to paint the worst picture. Everyone's winning because no one's. People are scared to say they're losing, and that's the fact. <laughs> we, we can't all be winners, bro. Yeah. Because who that's lost? But the, the losers act like they're winning, and it's like there's a facade going on because not everyone's making money. And it's, it's, it's crazy, I'll be real. That's the truth. That's the truth. You, you also see it big with crypto because what people don't understand is that when people make money in, <coughs> in, in crypto or whatever coin it might be, say fucking a shit coin or something, when everyone's making money, everyone's bragging about it. But then when the coin goes down, all of a sudden, you don't hear anybody talk about, oh, I've lost money in this. Nobody's going to talk. Nobody's going to talk. That's the thing. Yeah. Nobody's going to talk. People will be fast to post the games, bro. They'll be fast to show show the, um, what their winnings and their earnings. But the minute that the market goes shit, why is no one posting how much they lost now? Like, man, I respect you because, because, because when XTB was losing, you showed it, you was like, yo, man's in it too, like, because you, yeah. you obviously, yeah. I told everyone to buy it. So when it's now coming down and guys are losing money, I can't now um, act as if I didn't instruct everybody to buy it because I'm invested in it too. I've got to be honest with the people. Yeah, it's, it's bloody right now, but I'm, 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 in the, I'm in the same boat as you, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we, can, we can have a paddle or you can drill holes. It's up to you. Yeah. Let's get into XDB then. What, what made you get so bullish on it? One sec. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can still hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, bro. Let me text Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait there, so I'll figure it out. Hello? Yeah, I can hear you, I can hear you. Wait there, I got this. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, it was my fault, it was my fault. Okay, XDB, bro. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about XDB. Uh, no, that's calm. What do you want to know, boss? Like, wh- what made you so bullish on it? Why, why X, when, where, what, why, who, you know, how, you know what I mean? Everything. Uh, cool. So, in, in regards- at one point, I think you was even, at one point, people were even calling you, what, XDB subs or something? Uh, so, let me, let me get into it. So, with mm. XDB, the story of XDB. So, cool. Like I said earlier, the journey, uh, Wolf had given me a couple coins to buy. He just gave us a couple coins and said, you man, grab these coins, innit? So cool. Um, when I was watching the coins, Cole EXDB, Acro, and whatever other coin it was, my XDB was, it was performing the best in terms of, when I was looking, I was like, raw, this one's making me the most money. And then I was thinking, raw, like, it's making me bread. So I was like, fuck it, should I go all in? But before I went all in, I was like, you know what? Let me look, at, let me look into what I'm actually putting my money in, because. Like I've had crypto for time, but this is the first time man's doing the altcoin thing. All I know is Bitcoin, Ethereum. Mm. So I was like, cool. So I've hit up my bedroom mason. I'm like to him, yo, bro, like, how, what, where can I learn about the coin and stuff? He's like, download Telegram. He sent me the group chat. I'm now looking on the group chat. I'm now getting familiar with the team. Rah, rah, rah. This was all new to me. I was thinking, rah, I didn't even know that this is what guys do, you know? Mm. Then I was like, cool. Then... I was like, all right, cool. 
I had it from July 2019. I bought it first, originally bought it. <laughs> then we were going to Dubai, September for my boy's birthday. Yeah. So this is going to be the first time I've gone to Dubai with the Mandem. So we've gone... Mm. Oh, I this is the first time in the Mandem? Yeah, first time in the Mandem now. I think it was 2020. So I'd gone mm-hmm. 2019 with my mum, mm-hmm. but then it was a different experience, family trip. So 2020 now, I'm going with a Mandem. Cool. Day before, we're meant to go on holiday. XDB has pumped like 80%. So us men are gassed because our money's more or less doubled. Mm. We're now gassed. My brethren has started sending videos in group chat saying um, XDB to DXB because we were meant to be, tra- oh, yeah, meant yeah. To be traveling the next oh. day. So he was like, XDB's paying for my holiday, XDB to DXB. So we started what, running. What, were you, so were you, were you the man who started that, that phrase? My boy did. He sent it to us man in the group chat. Mm. And then I just started running with it. Right. He's on socials, but he's not on socials like that. You see yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. I'm on socials. I'm in the public eye. He's not yeah, in the public yeah. eye. So yeah, yeah, yeah. then we went, we, we had XDB. These, this time, this is now September times now. Yeah. yeah. I but remember. We haven't started pushing it to like, the public, if that makes sense, it's just a demand. Just a mandem thing, yeah. If you if you're in crypto, you might have XDB, but you might not. No one, it weren't really a bait coin like that. Mm. Then it come, it come about January, February. So roughly around this time last year, I'm looking into the coin. I'm following the money. I'm looking at ah, oh, who's the managing director? What does he do for a living? Ah, oh, who's the CEO? What does he do for a living? Then I was like, ah, oh, the CEO of the coin, so the founder. My man's previous company, he had built it up and then he had shot it for 300 million. Whoa. So then I was like, whoa, this guy's breaded. I was like, that means this guy's got bread. Because he shot the thing for 300 million. I was like, ah, oh. so if he started this project afterwards, he's going to be pouring in millions and millions of money. And then the managing director at the time had another company. Their valuation was in the millions as well. So I was mm. like, All right, cool. It looks like this team is heavily funded. Mm. These lot have got some sort of industry knowledge. They're going to have connections. They've got plugged. They're plugged in the industry that they're working. And I was like, cool. Looked into it. Then I was like, oh, let me see what XDB actually is. What are they trying to do? <coughs> Then I clocked that they're trying to make a blockchain for brands. There's bare blockchains on, on the crypto thing. There's bare different blockchains. But I was like, the blockchain for brands. And then when I went into the group chat and I was looking at their um, one pager and whatnot, I was seeing her, it was using things like um, Costa Coffee, Starbucks, Nike as examples, innit? Mm. Then I was like to myself, you know what? This sounds kind of hard. Like, this sounds kind of hard. The coin was cheap at the time. It had like a 5 million market cap at the time. So, and I was like, the tokens were cheap. I think they were like two cent, one cent at the time. I was like, yeah, these are cheap. Was able to get myself a, a, a big bag of tokens. Mm. Then I've, I've done my research now and I liked what I saw in it. Then I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm just going to go all in. Mm. And when I you got, say all in, what do you mean by all in? So everything that I had in crypto, I said, I'm going, I'm throwing it all into XDB. 100% of your net worth on crypto? Oh, no, 
all my crypto. So I still had bits and cash and stuff. But mm. I said, all, all my crypto. That oh, crypto brought, net worth. That's what I'm saying. Crypto yeah, net yeah. worth. Yeah, yeah. My crypto net worth. I said, fuck it. I'm throwing all of it into XDB. So I thrown all of it into XDB, about two or three cents. It crashed come December. December, it crashed. Christmas times. I remember because I was buying XDB on Christmas Day 2020. December now, crypto has crashed. XDB has come down. That's when I started telling my private story. I only had a small amount of people in my private story. I was like, now's the time to buy XDB. The one I'm in. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was called yeah. something else before. Okay. And then I was like, cool. I'm like, now's the time to buy XDB. XDB is this price. Kept it on my private story for a little while. People wasn't really taking me in. Then I started, cause I was fucking, I went all in. I was like, you know what? I need to find out more. I need to contact the team. I need to be involved in this project somehow. Well, not involved, but I need to be clued up. They got a lot of my money. I need to know what's going on. Hmm. So I started talking to a couple of the admins in the chat. Then eventually I started talking to the parts of the team, innit? Then the team were familiar with me. Then um, I started promoting XDB on Snap. I think one day I must have posted the group chat on Snap and like 300, 400 um, people joined in one day. Mm. When that happened now, the admins were like, what the hell's going on? Like, we haven't seen this before. Like, what's going on? And then everyone's like, oh, hair from sub snap, hair from sub snap, hair from sub snap. So when they saw oh, the influence that I had, that I brought bare people in, I think over eventually over like a thousand people joined the, the, the groups on Telegram and whatnot. Yeah. Then I was like, cool. Then the more people that were joining, the price started going up. Everyone's buying more. The, the price is all going up. I'm seeing the price go up and up and up. So I was thinking, nah, this is brazy. Then eventually it did go up to what? Last year it went up to, I think the total high it went up to was like 85 cent. I remember, yeah. yeah. So I, I got some of mine even under one cent. So when, I was, when it was at that point, I was up over times 80 from Oof. being all in. Oof. So I was like, Talk you know about what? conviction. Yeah. This is like life changing now because I've I've been holding it for a year now. I've been in it for a while, and now it's done the matting, matting, matting. I was smiling. Obviously, right now I'm a bit upset, and like the markets are a bit they're a bit bloody right now. I lost a bear mm. peas, like, but mm. it's like because I'm an investor, I'm not a trader. This mm. is all part of the journey. I've mm. seen, I've seen it crash. You see, there's people that trade, yeah. Big up the traders in the market and that. These men would be doing futures and whatnot, or they'll be doing, people will be scalping, they'll be day trading. They're looking at charts every single day. I don't look at charts every single day because I've done my research. I said, you know what? I like this project. I'm going to put my money in. It's not an overnight thing. I'm not expecting to make money overnight. Even though if it goes up overnight, cheers to that. I was like, this is a long-term thing. And then it paid off. Even now, I'm still in. I'm still waiting. Everyone else is still waiting because I have a feeling it's going to go a lot higher. Then 2021, they dropped um, into Milan. They dropped Roma. That was something that no one even expected. Mm. And then I got closer and closer with the team. And then I got, they had a party in Dubai. I was literally about to say, did you get, I saw you at that party event. I was thinking, nah. Because, so, yo, if, it, if people don't know, like, 
Yo, in terms of like for me anyway in the UK, if anyone says XTB, you put people on. Like when it comes to like yo, it's you. Do you get me? Like yeah, yeah. When, you, see, you see when you mention XTB in 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 the UK, then my name often follows XTB. Like you don't mention mm. XTB without mentioning subs more time. Yeah, more even time, me yeah. being. Uh, even the fact that my name is connected to XDB had even put some people off buying it because subs told them to buy it. But you know what it is? It's part of the game. But it, 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 Because your name is connected to it, it's even put people off buying it. Yeah. Why? Because people it, don't like, some people don't like you or something. Do you know what it is? Like when, when I was promoting XDB, yeah, I was probably one of the only out of the UK influencers the only person that was screaming, screaming, screaming every day on Snapchat for one coin, I was the only one screaming it. So a lot of people felt like the coin was overhyped. Okay. So a lot of people said, nah, this is just an overhyped project. Uh, everyone's only buying it because of that guy on Snapchat. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You get it. So people didn't want to buy it due to the fact that they're buying it just because subs told them to buy it. Got you, got you, yeah. Because a lot of, don't get it twisted, a lot of people bought it and they don't know a clue of what it does. They only yeah. bought it because I told them to buy it. Because you told them to buy it, yeah. Be honest, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about the fact that, you know, you basically showed a coin? And it's like, how do, oh, do you know no, what it is? people are researching, or is that not your responsibility? Do you know what it is? How do I feel about it? I feel about it. Do you know what it is? At the time, yeah, when I was shilling XDB, it's like people were buying it without doing the research, but the only reason they were able to was because I had done the research for them. Mm-hmm. So it's like when I was shilling XDB, it wasn't just me posting by XDB on my snap. Yeah. Anything that I posted was informational. So I'd be yeah. posting about the project. I'd be posting what it does, what it plans to do, just that the other, here's the roadmap, here's the one pager, here's the picture, here's the... So even though... When it comes to crypto, it's very important to do your own due diligence. It's like, because people knew that my name had, it held some sort of weight. I was cred- I was a credible source. Mm. They then took on my research. Some people probably done their own due diligence. I of made course, decision, yeah. But some, let me tell you something, crypto is full of sheep. Mm. A lot of people, crypto is full of sheep. And it's not a bad thing. But let me be real. A lot of people, yeah, I see, I got, I got bad kids on my snap. Yeah. 13, 14, 15, 16. I get messages all the time. I want to be like you when I'm older and all this inspirational stuff and, oh, you made me money this, you made me money that. However, a lot of these people are sheeps. And the reason why I say this is because they look up to the people that are living a nice lifestyle. Uh-huh. And they say, I want to live like him. So I'm going to do what he does. So I'm going to do what he does. If he tells me to buy Sheba, I'm buying Sheba. Yeah. Do you get me? Yeah. It's a lot of monkey see, monkey do. Uh-huh. But that's just the game, though. You have to start somewhere. Yeah. I, I, there's, you, you can't, like... So for me, you definitely can't feel any type of way, like, about it. Like, if people have bought it and it's went down and someone tries to come to you and be like, oh, oh I bought this and it's gone down. Because you know what, yeah? You, 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 you put 100% conviction on it. You've got your whole, you, where well, you put your, at that point, you put 100%. Like, so yes. you feel it the most. When I was and and, and, it and, and let, me, let me finish talking. Let me finish talking like go, flipping. Go. The amount of money that you put in probably doesn't even compare to what they, they man put in as well. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. What was you going to say? No, 100%. 100% like, see, mm. the way that I was promoting XDB, yeah, I was promoting it with such conviction because I knew that I was 100% in. So mm. anything that's not going to happen with you, 
it's going to happen to me a lot worse because mm-hmm. chances are you didn't match what I put into it because you wasn't as convinced as I was. You did, they didn't have that sort of conviction, you get? Mm. 100%, 100%. Let's talk about, um, since we're on crypto, let's talk about, um, you know, private sales, your group chat. What's it called? Is it Milli Capital? Yeah, that's correct. Milli Capital. Yeah, yeah. So, Is- man started, I started Milli Capital. So, I got a free, free group chat for the public. So, I, I started that, that. The only reason why I started it, it wasn't originally... I wasn't going to start a group chat and whatnot. The reason being was because I'm not a trader. I'm an investor. So mm. more time, I can't give you spot, spot trades and whatnot every single day. I can tell you what coins are going to do well long term because of the fundamentals. But a lot of people are in this crypto thing to make a quick flip. So, so I started the thing. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make it educational. I'm going to make it a place where people can network with other people people that are doing the same thing all have a place to come and discuss because a lot of people would message me asking me questions and it's like I'm busy I don't have the time to sit down and reply to everybody on snap right now my snap says I have like 600 and something unopened messages Mm. and to to reply to everybody is long because some people are going to need a a proper sit down so I was like you know what I'll make a group chat and I'll put everybody in it that's playing the same game. Because that way, when a new person comes, if they ask something in my group chat, someone will help them. Mm. Someone will give their opinion. And then I have a private group chat at the moment as well, where we do private sales. Talk to us about that. So private sales, what a private sell is, you're basically investing in a token before it comes to market. Mm. So for example, in the simplest way, for example, let's say, for example, I'm just going to say Chase Coin, for example. They, they're going to do um, funding, private round funding. They, they're going to need to pay for things for the coin because they're starting up to get it. Mm-hmm. So they'll offer you tokens in regards, they'll, they'll promise you tokens on the day of their launch in regards for funding. So you'll get the tokens cheaper than what they come to on the market. So let's just say, for example, I bought this Chase token for a pound a token. I do a raise in my group. Let's say we send off $50,000. Mm. They've now promised me, oh, I'm going to get each token for a pound. Cool. I've got 50,000 I've got, I've got 50, 50, tokens. tokens. Mm. When the coin now comes to the market, they might now list it at £2.50, mm. which now means that the private sell investors are already in profit before the coin has done anything. Mm-hmm. It's listed on the market in profit because you was an early investor to the project. Mm-hmm. So you make you make money instantly. Like when it comes to spot trading, I don't really buy coins on the market when it comes to crypto. Mm. Like I have, everyone knows I've got XDB, I've got OLT. I recently picked up some, what's that coin, Toco, because it dropped mm. to a certain price. I recently picked up some Toco. That's a, that's a 100x coin, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was telling me a lot about that coin. So I was like, you know what? Let me grab some. But when he was telling me, the price was like um, 3.5 cent. Everyone in my Emily Capital knows. I said, I'm waiting for it to drop below 3 cent and I'm in. Mm. The other day, it dropped to like 1.8 cent. Jumped straight in. So it's like, those are the only three coins at the moment that I've got a bag of. 
the rest of the coins that I have, they're all private soul coins. So it's like, mm. even with my private soul coins, I don't actively tell people, oh yeah, buy my private soul coins because not every private soul coin is going to benefit the public. Only mm-hmm. because the price I've got it at and the price you're about to buy it for is not the same. So the gains, mm. it's not the same. And XDB, a lot of people are, are still in profit from when I originally told them to buy. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're not complaining. A lot of people right now, even though the markets are bad, they're still up at least times 10. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. It's like that meme. It's like that meme when um the person's like, oh, I'm I'm drowning, but then like the water's bare shallow. You know that? I don't know what you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like people are overreacting. Yeah. And it's it's to do with greed. It's to do with greed. People mm. don't know when to take profits as well, and that's a problem with crypto. Talk to me about that. What do you mean uh, by taking cool. profits? It's cool. So with me, yeah, when it comes to crypto, my game plan and my strategy is my initial investment. My initial investment. I need to make sure that I've got my initial investment. So a lot of people don't take profits because they get greedy. The reason why I say this, yeah, some of the numbers that people have seen on their wallets, they haven't taken profit because it's digital. It's money on a screen. However, if that cash was in front of them, they would have taken it long time ago. Mm. But it's like the fact that everything's digital now it makes you feel like it's less than it is. It makes it seem like it's less than it is. Because I'll tell you for free, yeah, you ask anyone that's got money and they'll show you that 100K in crypto and 100K in cash, they feel and they uh, they feel different. You, yeah. you run through that cash and you'll feel a type of way. But with crypto, you spend the crypto or you lose it in crypto and you don't feel it as much. Because it's numbers on the screen. It goes up and down. And a lot of people don't take profits because they're they're too emotionally attached to their projects. Uh-huh. And that's would you say that, would you say you're emotionally attached to XDB though? You know what it is? Let me tell you something. Originally, I was I was I fell in love with my project. Originally, I fell in love with my project, but I was told that I should diversify, I should diversify, I should diversify. There's times I wished that I hadn't diversified, but then at the same time, there's times I wish that I had. Well, that I did, sorry. Because at one point, I was all in XDB, and then private sales came about. So I started mm. selling some XDB for private sales, but then it, it kind of split my money up. Because I'll be real, private sales are nice if you get your tokens according to token schedule. Because some coins start moving funny. You don't get your tokens according to token schedule. Got you. When you do, and you know that on this day, this day, this day, I'm getting this token, that token, and that token, it's kind of nice because you like you feel like you're getting paid, mm-hmm. especially when your coin does a nice X. It's now done a nice X. You're now thinking, yeah, I'm getting a salary now, not doing anything. What it sounds like you didn't though apply that. Um, I love that analogy. You're talking about how like you have to have new money. You didn't it doesn't sound like you applied that analogy to the to the private sales because. With the XDB, you had your own money in there, but then you started selling it. But wouldn't you have rather, based off what you did with the MacBooks and stuff, you're saying about you know new money, Elon Musk, shouldn't you have just put new money in the private sales? Do you know what it is? So at the time where I originally first started getting private sales, it was like the way that the private sales were coming, it was it was a spontaneous opportunity, if that makes Got sense. Got you. Got you. So 
originally when I first started doing private sales, one of my veterans were offering me private sales. So it's like with the way that he was doing his private sales, he would drop the private sales in a group chat with about 70 or 80 men. And all of these men have got money. So it's like when my man drops the form for the deal, you don't have time to start thinking about, let me sort this, let me sort that. Mm -hmm. My man wants crypto. You're going straight to your crypto wallet, whatever's there, you're getting rid of it quickly. Because back then, private sales were hot topics. No one knew it. No one knew the ins and outs of them and people were making bread. Mm. So everyone was was dashing to private sales. So it's like, I didn't have time to be telling myself, ah, let me make new money. And the problem with that was, I had XDB and then I was making money. And then throw it back into crypto. But then it's like, if XDB dipped, I'm throwing that money back in. Mm. So it's like, at a point, I never really had no liquid, if that made sense. Yeah. Because any money that I made, I was was topping up my bag. I was topping up my bag. So it's like, I was living from my XDB wallet, if that made sense. Got you, got you. Because it was doing a mad number. And then, then I renovated a crib. Yeah, I was gonna let you talk about that. You called it Project. What did you call it? Project Scarlet. 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 Yeah, yeah. So I, re- I renovated a crib. There was a two bed. Renovated the crib. Even that. So a lot of people are confused. A lot of people think that I bought the crib. I won't buy a crib in the UK. I hate it here. Mm. But like again, there's middling. So a lot of people. I don't know whether you've heard of it, but have you heard of rent to rent? Yeah, yeah. Cool. So. At the same time, my one of my bridges were doing rent to rent. So he showed me, oh, um, you can make a chop off of houses without buying a house. I said, how? He showed me rent to rent, showed me watch a couple videos. I kind of got the grasp of it. Me having landlords for days on my phone. Mm. Then told myself, cool, let me reach out to these landlords and see what I can get popping. Started putting people in apartments, putting people in apartments, then found a landlord whose house had been trashed. Tenant had cut out with the furniture and he didn't have money. He didn't have no money to fix the house. He was ready to sell it. He's like, I can't, I don't have money. I might as well just sell it at a loss. <coughs> so I was like to him, um, wh- how would you like it if I renovated the crib for you? And I, I basically acted as the landlord. You ain't got to worry about anything other than money landing in your account every month. He liked the sound of it. He said, mm. I, I don't have to do anything. I said, I'm going to renovate it, new kitchen, new toilet, new this, new that. And now every single month, I'm going to transfer you money to your bank account. If there's a problem with the crib, they call me, not you. I'll sort everything out. Got that sorted, signed a couple contracts, put one of my tenants in straight away. Passive income, Not do, I'm not doing much. Mm. How was that experience, though, of the actual work of renovating and whatnot? What was that experience like? Because it was cool. it something that you did before? Did you, did you have to learn it? Did you have a plug? Or what, what, tell me about that. So, so I had I had a builder do it for me. So um, I had parts of my um, part, parts of my mum's house. I renovated it for her because she was saying, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. So I got her crib renovated. Once I had mm. renovated her crib for her, um, I had the same builder. So I was like, oh, what? Can you come and have a look at this house? So he's come to have a look at the house now. But before he's come, I've got someone else that I knew. And I've got them to come and give me a quote. The quote that they had given me, it wasn't making sense for me. It was out of my budget. I was like, nah, this isn't adding up. Like, it's going to take me at least two years to start making any profit. Like, mm-hmm. that's, 
that's long. Like I'm not really on the waiting over 24 months just to get my initial investment back. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've then now reached out to this other builder who's done it so much cheaper. Then I was like, you know what? This thing's just a, it's a game full of crooks. It's, if you say yes, you're happy to pay that. That's what you're paying. So he then done the renovations for me. I was just popping in every day to, um, to kind of give him instructions. Oh, I want this, this to be this, this, that, the other, this, this, this. Within six weeks, he turned over the crib. On the seventh week, a tenant popped up from Snapchat. They had seen me doing up the crib. They were inquiring before the crib was done. By the time the crib was done, they were in there straight away. I didn't even have to, wow. I didn't have to worry about no advertising fees or anything. No, no um, agent, because some people go to agencies anyway. Nah, done it, done it myself with Snapchat. Fam, talk to me about the power of, 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 of a network, fam, your Snapchat. Like, people don't understand, you know, because, you know, people love, people love talking about this whole, ah, oh, I want to, you know me, I'm not about this whole, you know, some people go, ah, oh, I want to get my girl and then I'm ghost off this social media team. People love saying stuff like, like quotes like that, or people just like saying, I'm low key, or, I'm this, I'm that, like, talk to that, because for me personally, I don't know, maybe you might think in the future, but for me personally, bro, I'm not with it, like, yo, people like saying stuff like, oh, I don't want to make any new friends, and stuff like that, like, for me, fam, like, yo, if you don't want to make new friends, say no more, I'll be that person's friend, bro, because, bro, what's the what's word, um, clout is currency I'm hearing these days, talk to about right, cool, see this 2022 that we're in now, yeah, let me tell mm. you something, clout is a form of currency, clout can be, tr- clout can now be traded for monetary benefits, which is where people do the mad thing for Instagram and stuff. Because yes. once you have clout, once you have a following, you get a different sort of treatment. You get a different sort of treatment based on clout because people realize that you can put money in their pocket. I charge people, people pay me for promo on Snapchat. I charge them 300 pounds a post. They get bare ads, 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 ads. Now, that wouldn't be possible if I didn't have a platform. Mm. And the only reason why I've got a platform is because since young, anything that I've done, I have publicly posted it on social media. Mm. So everything I've done from back in the day, whether I was on the roads or, the, on, on, or not, yeah? So let's say illegal and legal, yeah? I, I publicized it. I posted it. People have seen it. They've watched the story, you get it? And as I've built that platform, I've kind of learned, yeah, clout is a currency. Clout is a clout is a currency. One shout out, I can get, I can get freebies. That shout out doesn't cost me nothing. When you're popping, when you've got a following, it's like, it's like you get this. I don't know how to explain the special treatment that you get. Nah, I, I like, know about it. So other people might not, but yeah. People don't realize how much of a Current, that's why people actually do the mad thing. That's why they do yeah. it for, for the gram. That's why you got everyone doing this tracks left, right, and center trying to be the next thing. Because but, but what what I want to say, what I think people need to understand, what's different between you and other men who are just doing things for show now is that's this is the thing that I said right at the beginning. I said I said, have you had this Snapchat account right from the beginning? And it's the fact that and why I was saying that is people have that, that what that tells me is that people have seen you. All, all these years, they've seen you, like, it's authentic. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, people yeah. saw you That's when you were not people doing the seen, and they've seen you. Yeah, people have seen the journey. Some people are new; they've only just clocked in, and they're thinking, "Oh, yeah, this guy's a rich millionaire. He's mad clear." But man started just like everybody else. Mm. All of this shit didn't happen overnight. I done putting the work from when I was working nine to five, where I was selling stuff in the playground, when I was then middling and buying things and all this other stuff, rentals, we went, we tried to do rentals, rentals then was a fuckery, we were selling electric scooters, like, man's had my hands in so many different things, but all of this stuff has been documented, yeah. I've, got all the me- I've got all the memories, everybody knows that this stuff has happened, so it's like, where you, with Snapchat, Snapchat is a form of currency, because I wouldn't be where I am in this world without my Snapchat, for example, Word. I got invited to Dubai by the um, managing director of XDB. Them lot threw a party called XDB in BXB. Them them lot have now seen what us lot have done from the UK. They've now taken it, thrown a a party in Dubai. I've then been invited to a party and I've gone there. I didn't even feel comfortable in the room, if I'm honest with you, because I'm in a room full of multi-millionaires and when we're talking to each other, I'm, they're telling me, oh, what do you do for a living? I'm saying, oh, what do you do for a living? And they're telling me some mad things. And I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, I'm not at that stage in life yet. I'll be there eventually, but <clears throat> it's still early. And I wouldn't have been in that situation if it wasn't for Snapchat. It, it wouldn't have been there because I've got influence. And it's like, everyone who is on a, stage of influence they know how powerful that their influence is which is why they some people will charge stupid prices for promo some mm. people because they know that if me simply adding you on snapchat people are adding you mm. you're getting traffic and now if you're selling something so don't get it twisted me being able to do car rentals apartments selling electric scooters all of that stuff i was only able to do that because i had a social media platform it was mm. all free marketing. Normally, when you buy certain things, you're going to have to pay for marketing. I didn't have to do marketing. I'm my own marketing. Because I've got the audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I put up a snap now, within 10 minutes, I have a 1,000 views. Mm. I don't even know a 1,000 people. <laughs> do you know how, how it- difficult... Do you know how difficult... Like, let's go, let's go back to that uh, when you was collecting piss. Do you know how difficult it is to get to a thousand people, fam? Exactly. But if yeah. I got that piss job today, oh, yeah. the piss will be coming in. <laughs> the piss will be coming in because of how I would market it. Marketing yeah, yeah, is important yeah. in any business, but... Yeah, yeah, get me, get me, get me. With get me, me, like a lot of people, they don't... It's like, they think like this shit happened overnight. Man's mm. tried... Man's tried bare things. Even at one point, I think 2019... See that 2019 when I graduated? Mm-hmm. The summer of my graduation, I went to work in Amazon. I was working in an mm. Amazon warehouse. They were paying four bills a week. I said, yeah, four days a week. I've got time. Went to work and people were t- coming up to me at work. Subs, why are you here? Rawr. No, No word of a lie. No word of a lie. I was working in the work- warehouse. I'm getting approached by people in the warehouse. Oh, Subs, what are you doing here? And it was, I literally went to work on Amazon for the nice pay, they were paying four bills a week, four days a week. 
And at the same time, all my brethren went to work in Amazon. So when they've gone to work, I'm bored. So I said, fuck it. We might as well all work at Amazon then. All in the warehouse. Big up anyone that's doing the Amazon job though, because that's word, word, word. I'll be real. That <laughs> one is slave labor. Mm. Why? Hey. I haven't heard about it. I know everyone does it. Yo, yo. They pay good, just, but... The pay is good, but they punish you. You got yeah. 10 hour shift. You got two 30 minute breaks. Eesh. I remember, I don't know whether they've changed it now, but when I was working there, you weren't allowed to use your phone. Eesh. So your phone had to go in your locker. You're standing by a conveyor belt that's bringing you items for about five hours. No chair, you're stood up. Eesh. You're having to pack, you're having to put the items in the box with a little paper thing, put the label on it, put it back on the conveyor belt for five hours straight, like you're a Yay. robot. Yay. And it's like, you ain't even got your phone. You can't listen to no music. The music. There in the warehouse, just vibes. Uh, like that one there killed. That one there killed me. I wasn't there. I wasn't there for long. Shortly after uh, that. Shortly after that is when yeah. Yeah. Man started saying, you know what? Man's trying to get my hands into everything. Even right mm-hmm. now. Mm. Right as of right now, I'm focusing on. I'm literally learning. I'm having people teach me from Snapchat again. Amazon FBA. Okay. Into, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get into FBA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even though mm. I've had, I made a killing in crypto, it's like the work's not finished. Mm. Uh, see, our, I see our generation. A lot of our generation aspire for the wrong things. They want the B22s in all different colors. But, bro, you need to create generational wealth. Mm. B22s ain't doing nothing for your family if you die today. God forbid. So it's like nice. Drips nice, don't get it twisted, but brother, you need to have real things. You get me? You need to have things that can be passed down, things that actually hold value. All of this drip, drip, drip. Yeah, the LV pouch and this stuff, it's nice, it looks good. But bro, what are you leaving behind for your family if you die today? Mm-hmm. Right? If you tell me B22s and some Jordans, like, come on, bro. Come on. Now you're talking big facts. Man said that. <laughs> What did you say? B twenty two eight. What did, I don't even know what you said. <laughs> bro, Yo. people want the color. They want every color B twenty two. But it's like, what's your family gonna do with your B twenty twos? God forbid you die today. Nothing. They're not doing much with it, and a lot of people are distracted. They'd rather. One thing I've learned is a lot of people would rather look rich than be rich. Than be rich. As long as, as, long as I look rich to everybody, that's good. Bro, you're even motivating me because there's a quote that I like to say. The reward for hard work is more work. People, people, yeah. people don't understand, yeah. Especially as a, as a, especially, especially, especially as a, as a, as a, as a guy, as a man. And it's like, it's like, you, you, you need to be working. You know, I think so. You know what? Yeah, what I'm thinking, what I'm seeing in the scene is that certain men feel like they reach a certain point. Like they feel like once they have the Rolex and they got the B22, they feel like they made it. And me, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. in my head, bro, bro, you're in your 20s. You know, I don't think what people understand is that, like, we are we are young boys. Like, you're, we're in our 20s. Do you know, you don't reach your financial peak as a man until you're, they say, like, 40s, fam. Like, you're in your 20s. They even say, there's a quote that says, life doesn't even start until 30. Like, 20s, bro, it ain't. You're not shit. Like, that's one thing I try, I get it through my mind. Like, I'm not shit, bro. Like, just 20s, bro. Like, see our like, what you said there, well. like what you said there when you went to the party and man them were telling you, I do this. I bet most of those guys were above 30, I like. 
Those yeah, guys grown to men. Your, yeah, grown men. Grown, grown men, men, yeah. And I was just looking at them like, I'm not even in you lot's league. You mm. lot are all coming with the serious, serious, serious numbers. And it's not about money as well, because they've, they've got these, it's, they've got serious, <coughs> the things that they can do, the power that they hold, it, it doesn't compare to what you got. Like, do you know what, though? One thing I'd have to say about our generation, cool. Um, Fredo said in one of these bars, he said, um, something like, I come from poverty, so I bought a bus down watch before I even thought about buying any property. Is it something along those lines? Oof, yeah, I, yeah. I understand it because you see us lot, like you said, man, them will get a bit of drip, a rolly, think they've made it. They, they, they'll think they've made it. And do you know what it is? It's because it's like when you come from nothing, those type of things in our generation have been glorified as you're winning. Mm. I got a rolly, I'm winning. But it's like, that's not the case. And a lot of our, from our generation, when I say our generation, I'm talking about underground, yeah? Mm. A lot of people don't actually understand what real money is. Because even me, I say something like 100 bags, it's still not real money. Mm. In my head, 100 bags, that's you being hood rich. That's not rich rich. Mm. And there's a, fight, there's a difference between being hood rich and being rich rich. Rich rich. Hood rich is, is all fun and games, but it doesn't last. There's no longevity in it. Most of their people will tell you the owners on their block are washed because they were hood rich. They didn't want to get past. They didn't want to get past being hood rich, and it's like you have to step out of the bubble. We're in a bubble. We're trapped in a bubble. Mm. We're set up to. It's a rat race. We're trapped. Crabs in the bucket, like Nine said. Mm. But it's like once you get out of that bucket, you have to step out of your comfort zone. You have to go places like, for example, Dubai, mm-hmm. and see. See how they're living over there. And you'll come back to the ends and you're going to tell yourself, this isn't it. This isn't Sam, it. Sam, you have to do things like what you did. You took it to the next level. You, you, you go into those events like that DXB event and you said you feel uncomfortable. Bro, that's because yeah. none of us, man, know what that feeling's like, bro. Like, you know, you telling me that I'm like, rah. And I remember seeing you on your snap and you were like, I remember, bro. Like, you were like, yo, this guy's doing this. This guy owns this hedge fund, this, and it holds this much capital. And this guy, and it's mad because like, the, 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 them man look normal. Like, them man had no drip, no nothing. Them man have no drip. They don't care them. about it, bro. Them man have got what you call proper wealth. That man have, they don't have just a rolly and some B22s. That man got companies that are valuing at triple digits in the millions. It's like, what? And it's like, you come back to the ends and then you see man them fighting over the stupidest things and beef. And you're thinking, nah, like this isn't it. This isn't it. And it's like, once you go to those places and you sit down in rooms with guys that have got money that you couldn't even imagine you'd hear somebody say to you physically to your like mm. to your face you're thinking yeah like this is where i want to be what can he do that i can't do what, what can he do that i can't do don't it don't make no sense and i say and i say again it, it's it's not about money because a brother can have a brother could have 10 m's because you know it's so easy now to make money in crypto a brother could yeah, yeah. have 10 m's and whatnot but do you even know what you're going to do with it? Like, do you have the knowledge? That's the thing, like, and it goes back to what you put on Snap today. And I even screenshotted and reposted where Warren Buffett said, like, if you're not making money in your sleep, then you're broke. Don't matter how much money you have, like, 
physically. If you can't make money in your sleep, then you're broke. Like, talk to me about that. You're in, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Yeah. The reason why I say this, yeah, right, cool. I'm, I'm a person who's figured out how to make some money in my sleep. I've got passive income coming in. The reason mm-hmm. why, cool, nine to five, yeah, you could have the best paying job in the nine to five in this UK place. Number one, the cost of living is a myth. Um, they're taking up 40 hours of your week minimum yeah or three hours max or whatever there's only a certain amount you're going to get make and then you're going to get taxed you have no time to focus on a side hobby if you're working a nine to five if you mm. can do it's not impossible don't get twisted but it's going to be very very draining very on your yeah. on your mental health and health as well it's like you need to have many streams of income if you only i say this to people all the time if you only focus on one stream of income yeah the minute that you give yourself life commitments, and when I say life commitments, I mean things like rent, car finance, car insurance, gas, electric, phone bill, these things that you're going to be paying on a monthly basis, yeah? If you've only got one stream of income and you sign yourself, you sign your soul away for all of these commitments, yeah? You're now dependent on that job. You now can't leave work, even though you hate it. Because how are you paying your bills next month? You, you're just about able to save. You're just about able to save. You earn mm-hmm. two bags in the UK, they're probably chopping you from they're, they're chopping you on tax. Get back oh, what? 1, 1.6, 1.7. And what's rent in the UK for a decent place? You're, you're, mm-hmm. you're, by the time you pay for rent, by the time you paid rent, by the time you paid food, by the time you paid this, by the time you paid that, your money's gone. There's no money gone. to save. And that goes back to Warren Buffett saying you're going to die in that pattern because you can't save because you're spending. Some people make a bag five a month, a bag five a month. By the time they've paid rent, car, this, that, the other, they've got nothing left to save and not having no money left to save. Now makes it harder for you to start another stream of income because you've got no capital to start and you've sacrificed all your time. Mm. Time is money. Fam, it, you know, you know what's fucked? Like, I remember like back when like man was just all I all I thought was just uni and get a job. You know, when I had that mentality of just, yeah, uni and then get a job. And then I'm looking at the salaries that I'm gonna get, and you're thinking, yeah, 30 bags and you're getting gas inside like 30, and that's before tax. And then you know, you know, you like you just said you gave that analogy and you have to do this and this so you, you get two bags a month and then tax 1.6 or whatever. And even when I said like 30 bags and I was like, oh yeah, you get three bags and then you have like, you know what I mean? Like I thought that's a lot of money, but, and I thought like 30 bags, that's a good wage and whatnot. But bro, like ever since like I started getting money, like, like, and I'm like, I don't get a lot of money, but I'm, I'm saying that ever since I started getting more than three bags a month, a lot more than that, I'm thinking to myself, I don't know. And uh, by the way, I made more than three bags and I'm thinking, and I don't even feel like I'm, I know I'm in the, my circle. I know I'm the brokest in my circle. Like, I'm not, I know what people are on. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm making way more than that person who makes three bags. And I'm thinking to myself, and I'm feeling, and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, like, nah, I, I, in the position that I'm in, I don't, I need to level more up. Like, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm like, how, how can someone live off three bags a month? It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense, fam. Like, two bags and that. I'm not even trying to hate on anybody. Especially, like, especially I'm not trying to hate. UK. I'm not even trying to hate. UK. It's just like what you, it's just that example that you gave there. Like, sorry, but I'm just saying, like, I'm not trying to hate. It's just, like, I really want to emphasize, I'm not trying to hate. It's just that example that you gave there. Like, once you have two bags, chops down to 1.6K because of tax. Um, by the way, two bags a month, 24K, that's like a, that's like 
in fact, that's like an average wage. Oh, like average wage age in twenty, yeah, for like average our twenties, yeah. UK. So to have all that chopped, it's like I don't know how you can. I don't know how you can live, honestly. honestly. Especially when you're living in London. London is very overpriced. So the cost of living in London compared to living up north or in the Midlands is brazy. So it's like at the end of your pay, once you've paid your car insurance, your phone bill, gas, electric, groceries, and then you've got a bit of money left for entertainment and personal use, mm. you, you can't run a business at the same time you're working a nine to five. It doesn't physically work. It's not possible because the demand that being self-employed requires is it needs a lot of time and you can't do that if you're at work. You can get it off the ground when you're not at work and then go to work if you really want to. But while you're working, it's long. It's a myth. Like nine to fives are great. Don't get it wrong. But nine to fives are one of the hardest hustles and I've never ever put anyone down who's on a nine to five because I've, I've been in your shoes. I've done it myself. And personally, it's long. And especially when you want, everyone wants to live a luxury lifestyle, but realistically, your luxury lifestyle is capped when you're working a nine to five because there's only so much you can make. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. you yeah. can go to work, you can go to work, and let's say you work in sales. Don't get to some of the sales jobs; they give you small, small commission. You can sell ten cars, you can sell a hundred cars, you can sell a thousand cars. Your pay's not changing that much because you're not the owner, you're not the boss, you're just the employee getting paid your twelve pound an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just to fit, just to end you on that, just to end you on that, like don't get it twisted though. I think everybody, just like you started at the beginning, you should get a job at the beginning. And you're gonna, I think at the beginning, you're gonna have to sacrifice your time for money at the beginning to, to get it up. There's you no other have way. To. But yeah. once you've sacrificed your time for money, don't then spend that money earned from your time on luxuries. Use mm. the money to make money. Because mm. in this world, you need money to make money, no matter what mm. you're doing. You want to start a business, you need capital. So mm -hmm. it's like, when you haven't got money, what do you do? You trade your time. But once you've got that money from trading your time, you then don't go spend the money stupidly. You've mm. got to use your money to make more money. Once you've patterned yourself, money making more money, money making more money, money making more money, it's like the money's making itself. <laughs> Even with something like crypto, if you've got 1K and someone's got 100K and you both buy the same coin, if a coin goes up by 10%, the 1K person only made a bill, but the person who put 100K made 10 bags, but they both done the same act. Why? Because mm. you, had, you had more capital. You had to do less to make a large amount of money. Mm. And it's like, if you haven't got money, you have to work on building your money. I like to say to people, write down your bills. How much are your bills? So how much are your bills? For example, your phone bill. All right, cool. Your phone bill is what? 50 pounds for the month. Now you need to go and find something that's going to make you 50 pounds a month. Hear me, yeah? Yeah, can you Now you need to find something that makes 50 pounds a month. 50 pounds a month is roughly like a pound 60 a day mm. once you've made something that makes you 50 pound in that month move on to the next and then on to the next and then find you're talking about passively side, right yeah a side yeah. hustle that's gonna yeah. eliminate your bills yes one by yes. one yes because yes if you're yeah. able to get a side hustle that can you got because people think ah oh, it's too long but when you draw out all your draw out all your bills and start one by one 
how can I eliminate that bill so my work pay doesn't pay that bill? Yes. Oh, this bill's yes. 20 pounds. You yes. telling me that there's not something that you can do in the week do. Yeah. to make five pounds mm -hmm. for four weeks in a row to make that 20 pounds. You can, yeah. you can. Yeah. And then you move you, on to the next mm -hmm. bill and the next yeah. bill. And once you've got, yeah. once you've got all your bills covered, now you're making your, your 1.6 a month, you're able to save it. Yeah. And then that's when it starts. You can start businesses. You you've got options. In. Yeah, you've got options you've got now. Yeah. When, you when you have no money, you're actually in a position where you can't do anything other than go and get a job or jump on. What people tend to do is jump on the roads, break the law. Mm -hmm. When you haven't got money. And it's like, when you then get money, whether it was from the roads or whether it was at work, why are you now spending it? You don't have money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Now, because you know what it is? A lot of people want to enjoy, 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 but they don't realize that you need to work hard now so you can enjoy it later. You can put yeah. your feet up. Like, we're, we're blessed to have the internet. This Wi-Fi money that everyone's making, we're blessed. People didn't have internet years ago to be doing this shit, you know? Mm. Now, us men are blessed. You've got to take advantage blessed. of it. Yeah. People are, fam, just to end on this before I ask my last question, I, I hope everyone listen because this is this, 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 I, this is probably one of my favorite episodes because people should be blessed that even have you. I'm happy I brought you along. Like I said, it's been a while. Like I've been seeing what you're on, and it's like, bro, I, I didn't, you know what? Yeah, you don't even, I don't know if maybe you, you okay, maybe people who have been on your Snapchat for time know, but I didn't know that you was on it like this. Like, I can't lie, I thought it was just crypto full time, but. You you you, no, you 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 you're like, a real you're a real what's the word like? I've you been cussing way before yeah, crypto. You, I had you, money you, before crypto. Guys mm. know like guys from my area. I'm from Essex, innit? People in mm. Essex, yeah, and parts of East London, they knew about me before crypto. They knew that oh yeah, subs does his thing before crypto. Crypto when I started doing crypto, it kind of solidified it and it branched out because now I've got people messaging me from all different parts of the UK, not just London. Before, it was just a local, it was local, as an ends thing. Now, it's more UK, I've got people from Liverpool, I've got people from Manchester, Leicester, all these other type of people messaging me, oh, they watch, they, they, they watch my story, do you get it? And it's mm. like, a lot of people weren't there at the start. Just like you said, you just thought it was full-time crypto. Don't get it twisted, majority of my wealth was made from crypto. Mm -hmm. But it's like, for me to even get into crypto to start with, man had yeah. to grind for the peas. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm saying that I didn't really know that, like, because I know a lot of people who have only made money from crypto. But I'm saying I didn't know that you was really out here. When you say, like, you didn't want to do the nine to five, you was really out here on these side hustles and making businesses and and and, 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 and the middle man and all I of that. I tried everything. Yeah. I even tried yeah, rapping. Yeah. At one point, I even tried to rap. <laughs> bro no no way we need like, to hear that where are they where are they youtube bro typing subs a million it comes up like say less, man's, say less man's been you go back on the videos you'll see 2015 2014 and you'll mm. see me rapping and it's like i tried to do every every i was like i need to make money every way i tried rap i tried yeah. this i tried that i even tried manage at one point it's like I was trying to do bare different things. I had my hands in bare different pies. Some yeah. were legit, some weren't legit. Like I'll put my hands up. I'm not gonna to come on here and lie because yeah. some people some people will lie about their journey to make it sound like yeah he had a good come up or do, 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 do. don't get twisted. Like man yeah. had a man's done things that 
man's not happy, not not necessarily happy about. Yeah. But it's like sometimes when you're coming up, you gotta do what you gotta do. And it's mm-hmm. like man don't do none of that stuff anymore. Anyway, I jumped yeah. off. I'm clean. Like right now, yeah. I'm 100 percent clean, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah, I was yeah. younger, there was times when I needed to rely on on the roads to help me make bread. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at your thing on the YouTube now. <laughs> some some millions, you know. Exactly. Right got, now. You got man's got, a, <laughs> man's got a couple. Yeah, like man's man started trying to do everything. It weren't just oh crypto overnight. Crypto made me lit. Don't get yeah. it twisted. I see crypto times my like it's the fakest thing that I've seen in it. Like mm. there's nothing that I've done that's made me more bread than crypto. Yeah, and don't get it twisted. I didn't think that this would even happen. Like. Yeah. I bought my coins, I waited for the year, I waited a year and a bit, and I come up to July, I think July this year, I would be. I would have had XDB for almost three years now. Wow. Been I think I first, it's either 20, did I buy it? No, 2020, nah, I bought 20, when did I buy it? I think I bought it in 2020. I'm gonna say I bought it in 2020. So I think it's coming mm. up to two years, I believe. I think it's two years it's coming up to. But man bought it, Man fucking waited and it, it yes. paid off. But in the meantime, like man had to make capital, had to make ends meet because yeah. you can't like no I've tried to run bare different businesses. And one thing I've learned in every single business that I've run is that it runs a lot a lot smoother when you have capital because yes. things things don't always go to plan. Things go left in business. That's just how business is. For example, we'd run the rental company. Our cars are getting, people are having car crashes and that. If you don't have capital saved up, you're not going to be able to repair your car, put it back on the street straight away. Mm-hmm. You're now in a chiz. And it's like, even when you're now going to buy, try, like right now I'm trying to do Amazon FBA, which means I'm about to have to test their different products and see what actually goes. It's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of money being wasted for no reason. Yeah. But it's something that I want to get into because people yeah. are telling me, Ah, oh, it's a good way to make money. Amazon does mm-hmm. everything for you. You just gotta yeah. put your feet up. So I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? It's a bit of a challenge, but you're for it. I I like a challenge. I got yeah. bare free time because of yeah. what I, the work I've put in. Put in the back, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's ironic, you know, that you used to work at Amazon and uh, things, uh, and now you're gonna do the FBA thing, man. It's it's ironic, man. But it's, you know what it is, sorry. Mm. Jeff Bezos, like my man. Brilliant, 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 brilliant entrepreneur, isn't it? The Amazon module, it mm. makes way too much sense. The company mm. turns over way too much money. Yes. And they're given they're giving us an opportunity to take a slice of the pie. So it's like, take a slice of yeah. Amazon's not gonna make like, Amazon will make you money. It might not make you millions, Mm-mm. but you don't need to make millions in one thing. You just need to make yeah. capital. That's the it's thing all- people don't understand. It. It's this thing's all about capital. This will be the last point. Then I'll ask you the last questions, which are where do you see yourself in the next five years? Because this podcast is, I think it's the longest I'm doing, bro, but it's just, it's just making sense. It's calm, man. You can chop yeah. up the important parts, innit? Nah, I'm leaving everything here, fam. I'm dead. Yeah. Um, uh, we're, we're leaving it all, fam, bro. Come on, fam. Do you want to hear the whole thing, man? This is, this is, I think it's your first podcast. Yeah, yeah, my first time yeah. still. Yeah, exactly, fam. Let's leave it laid down. Boom. Um, that's what you were asking me questions like this guy. You asking, that's why I had to write you that list because you. I was like, let's just keep it casual. Like now, can you feed it now? Just casual, isn't it? Like I don't yeah, know how yeah, what you expected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, first time on a first time on a podcast. This is a bit interesting. So yeah, 
it's just a conversation, really. Like, bro, I can't lie. Even let's say, God forbid, but let's say it doesn't record, bro. I'm gonna be calm. I, I, I gain a lot of value from it. But obviously, you just want other people to gain value from it. But God forbid, it is recording now. <laughs> it's recording. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, sure. what I was gonna say is that this is what I kind of like to tell people a lot. Like everybody's saying crypto, 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 and like you said, crypto is absolutely the best way if you want to make this dumb money but as you keep saying you need capital you need capital fam because if you put your two bills or whatever your copper racks in there and you lose it what are you gonna do what are you gonna do like you need some capital coming in anywhere and it's like um i feel like the best way to do that is 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 you know it's the wi-fi money fam is the Amazon FBA is the if you have to get a drop, job or it's the drop shipping, drop shipping, yeah, anything. So there's you know what it is, yeah. There's so many things like there's so many ways to make money, and everyone's already making money. You just have to figure out how you're gonna market it better than everybody else. Literally, yeah. everybody's looking for everybody wants a service because services make people's lives easier. You yes. make people's life easier, you found the gap in the market, you're good to go. Customer satisfaction is important. That's why places like Dubai, tourists love going there because they focus on customer satisfaction. Mm-hmm. One problem that the UK has, or should I say underground market have that I see, when people are running businesses in, in the UK, a lot of black-owned businesses, yeah, it's a, there's a problem. one of their main problems is their customer service. Mm. And that's where they lack. Like, customer service is, is very important. Customer mm. retention is a lot cheaper than looking for new customers. Your repeat customers are always going to be your better customers. So why are you giving shit customer service? Do you know who focused on that, number one? you know how, who's, who's number one focus was? Who? Jeff Bezos. That was for Amazon. That was his number one focus, bro. Customer, customer satisfaction. Service. Yeah, yes, it it's the one. most important yeah. thing in bit. Yeah. Like, the thing is, yeah, you can sell your product, but if everybody's not happy with the service and they're not going to come back to you mm-hmm. and it's like word of mouth spreads, people are going to give you bad reviews. Da, 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 da. I, I see girls with their eyelashes ting, with their nails. I see people that do food, people that sell clothing. Like, I see it happening and the customer service is the problem that ruins it for them. Mm-hmm. It's the, mm-hmm. like, even me, I go out uptown a lot, a lot in, in the UK and mm-hmm. I find it when I go to a, Black-owned uptown restaurant, sometimes the customer service can be lacking compared to if I was in, for example, Hakkasan. Mm. You go to Hakkasan, they, 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 um, the customer service is good. Do you get me? Yeah, they, 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 treat, they treat you, yeah. They treat you nice, yeah. It's, 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 you feel like you're getting your money's worth. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But that's, that's one problem, customer satisfaction. So, so, I think so, uh, another thing that people understand that sometimes your product cannot even be that good, but just because of the customer satisfaction, like, yeah, the product doesn't even need to be banging. If the marketing and whatnot around it is good enough, people are sold. Mm. People are actually sold. Boom. Let's ask this last question now. So the ma- last question I ask everyone is: Where do you see? Where do you see um, yourself, Subzamili, Big Belly Subs, in the next five years? Where do you see yourself doing? What kind of position? Because you're gonna be what? You're gonna be thirty. That's when life starts. They say life starts at 30. They say life starts at 30. By 30, Mm. I want to have my feet up. Mm. Retired. Like, if I'll still be making money. Of course. More on the passive side. I'm not doing much moving. I'm not doing much. Just, oh, this needs your signature. Oh, this Mm. needs this. More of the, 
I'm able to, you know, kick back. By the time yeah. I'm 30, probably be settled fully, child maybe. Mm. I'm not trying to be in the UK, I'll be real. Mm-hmm. Personally, that's why like, I've been exploring buying houses in, in um, Dubai already because I'm not mm-hmm. looking to buy houses in the UK because the mm-hmm. value for money here, and it's, it doesn't make sense. You want to raise a you in, in Dubai then? School in Dubai, um, everything, have you thought about something? Do you know like what? That? I haven't thought about it to that context because I don't have a child right now, but it's like, okay, yeah. in five years, I reckon, I don't know, maybe I'll, I'll settle down in Canada, somewhere like Canada. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like best of both worlds, yeah. Yeah, best of both worlds. But I don't think I could. I don't think I could live in America because it's yeah. that place is a mess. <laughs> yeah, it no. depends where you live. It depends where you live. And then but, lastly, yeah, go. On. No, but retired is definitely mm. in the next five years. I'm just trying to put my my foot on the gas. Yeah, I'm trying to work, be a workaholic, work my socks off, so yes. I can relax. Yes, I don't want to be. I don't want to work until the age of retirement. That doesn't make Mm-mm. sense. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. When did you get to enjoy? You you gave 70% of your life to your job. That don't make mm-hmm. sense. Come on, man. That don't make sense. And then, man, they won't even treat you nice, fam. It's like... Nope. Just give you a pension. That's about it. That's, that's about it. And last question is, where do you see crypto in the next five years? Where do you see the market? Where, 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 where oh, yeah, where do you think... Like, uh, cool. So let's be honest. See the, see, the, see the market right now? The market is very bloody, yeah? My personal opinion, you said to me five years right now, a lot of people are saying right now that the bear market is done, isn't it? Like the bear market's here, bull market's over. Now, in five years, if we're following the cycle, we'll be, we would have be ending another bull run. Another bull run will be coming to an end mm-hmm. because the next bull run, the bull run always happens a year after Bitcoin halving. Mm-hmm. The Bitcoin halving happens every four years. Mm-hmm. It was 2012. The year after that was um, Bitcoin spiked. Mm-hmm. 2016. Mm-hmm. Then we had the 2017 bull run. Mm. And then another four years, 2020, and then we had the 2020-2021 bull run where Bitcoin halving took place. So mm. if we're following the same cycles that we've been following, the circulation supply of Bitcoin is going to halve in 2024, mm. which means that 2024-2025, the markets, we could see Bitcoin doing stupid numbers. It could actually, as everyone's been saying, it could hit 100k. Mm. people were saying it hit 100k this cycle but mm-hmm. with the state of the market right now personally i don't feel like that's possible but mm-hmm. the next cycle definitely because the way that bitcoin halving works the amount of um bitcoin rewarded for mining gets cut in half which means this means the supply the supply is now half which now means that there's less in supply and More basic demand. economics when there's yeah. demand and less supply the price goes up which is why bitcoin at the price it is now no one thought Bitcoin was going to hit these prices, but <laughs> the demand came, price rocketed. So that's the same thing. It's going mm. to rocket again, but a lot of people ain't ready for the next two years mm. because bear, when it's a bear market, coins dump, and then some of them don't recover from, for years. They don't recover, but the bear market is probably the best time to make money in terms mm. of accumulating tokens for cheap. But you got to mm. get the right tokens that got the right fundamentals, the right team behind it, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Crypto's here to stay, bro. Crypto's here to stay. Bro, this is the beginning. I don't think people understand. This bull run was the beginning of crypto to the mass audience because people didn't know. 
I promise you, yeah, if we go back two, three years, bare people didn't know nothing about crypto. They weren't involved in no crypto. Because don't get to I'm I'm one of the people, I had Bitcoin back in 2014. That's already eight years ago. Eight years ago, half the youths that are holding crypto now, they didn't even know what, they didn't even know what Bitcoin was. You get it? And now the last, what, let's say the last 18 months, year and a half, Crypto is becoming everyone's faces from time it's on football kits now. You've got Binance are trying to sponsor um, 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 Argentina football team. You've got crypt- NFTs as well. Don't get just the NFTs are coming to play now. 100%. This is still the start of NFTs. Me, I'm not really into NFTs like that. The concept, I understand it, but I haven't had someone, you know, sit me down and explain to me, boom, boom, mm. boom. But man knows what NFTs are, but it's mm. like... Crypto is this the beginning of crypto for the mass audience. Nobody knew who who was screaming NFTs a year ago. Mm. Who was screaming? Do you get what I mean? And now it's this shit's happening. People are Bam. money's becoming digital. Money's becoming mm. a lot more digital. And it's like you got things like crypto.com and stuff where it lets you spend your crypto, Swiss board lets you withdraw to your like Coinbase, all these apps. Money's becoming digital. The cash thing is going to become redundant real soon. They started it with COVID. They started making it, oh, you got to scan the QR code and then order your food online. Certain places started doing it. They started getting rid of cash. You go somewhere like Netherlands, some of their hotels over there, they don't take cash no more. You have to pay with card. And if it's, but it's, it's definitely the beginning of crypto still. It's going to be bloody for a little while. It'll pick up a little bit here and there, but it's like, man's in it for the long run. you got to deep it. A lot of these coins, they're still in their early days. Bitcoin was in its early days at one point, just like all these other coins. And now look at Bitcoin. Same with ETH. It'll hit 10K, then 20K. Same way Bitcoin will hit 100 bags. There's going to be a point where one Bitcoin is going to be worth an M. And we'll probably see that in our generation. But for now, it's just a patience game, I guess. We just leave it there, fam. It's just a patience game. For real, for real, for real, for real. Big Billy, man. Honor fam to have you on, man. Come on. You know the vibes. That's your call. (laughs) I love that saying. I always say that when I'm on holidays. So you know the vibes. (laughs) No, you're too lit, fam. Next time, hopefully one day when I'm in the vibe, fam, hopefully you're there too, fam. I'm going to shout you. Yeah, link up. Definitely. 100%, fam. 100%, 100%. Bro, honor fam, and honor fam. I know people, let me end it here.